Blog Talk Radio. Archangels, ghosts, and Bigfoot, oh my, it's just another night for Supernatural Girls. Real stories, real answers to life's biggest supernatural mysteries. And now, for another exciting interview with paranormal experts from this world and others, here's your host, paranormal researcher Patricia Baker, on the one, the only, Supernatural Girls. Welcome, everyone, to another exciting episode of Supernatural Girls Radio. I'm your host, Patricia Baker. I am here with my co-host, the birthday girl, Patricia Kirkman. Happy birthday to you. Thank you, darling. You're so sweet to remind me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, think of the alternative, right? It's congratulations, happy birthday. That beats looking at the grass from underneath, right? That's right. That's right. It's wonderful. Another happy year, and we wish you all the best for this year oh, coming thank you, up. Darla. Yes, and all the, the best. The weather is absolutely gorgeous here. It's a cool fall day, crisp, nice breeze in the air. I almost feel like I'm back in the East Coast. Yes, it sounds like, yes, I wish you were. I wish you were here with us. We'd have a nice cake for you. I can guarantee you that. Um, So we we do not have a nice day. We had a very strange, crazy rain, and now tonight we have a hard frost. It's going down to 28 degrees, yeah. Well, that's a little early, isn't it? It is. And I had to pull in all my plants. It it was just a nightmare. So anyways, they're all inside. They're all in. They're all protected. So anyhow, but it's always a big job. So it's behind me now. Now I just have to reorganize them and make them happy in their new interior Mm -hmm. environment. But yeah, we. I wish we had the the usual nice days that we have this time of year, but it's getting chilly awfully fast. Yeah. So everything's anyhow. a little crazy. It's like everything's off step a little bit. You know, it really is. I'm so glad you said that because I was feeling that today, and I really wanted to make sure we talk about that with the numbers because I know you're always looking at that to help us anticipate what's coming up. So what are you seeing? For us, I know you've mentioned a lot about possible disclosures of all kinds. And well, I just can't get over all the things that are bouncing around us right now. Different ones are taking a look at different comedians that are thinking they're being so funny. You know, bottom line is whether you like a president or not, to do shows that are degrading to his wife and put her up there as if she's a uh, harlot is, you know, unacceptable. Forget it's it. Despicable. A, I agree. Despicable. I saw some of them no, today, and bullying. I'm going, "Oh my God!" And it's she bullying. hasn't done anything to anybody. She looks very nice. She's very poised. She's doing what she needs to do. And how dare these people pull that crap out? I think it's disgusting. I agree. It, it is. It's. It's really a shame because she's a human being, and we need to be respectful of each other. Oh, period. Yeah. This is. Regardless this is of, a, nonsense I mean, thing that they're doing. Of course, crazy. They could, 
could never and put out one of those shows for Hillary because she. <laughs> anyway, Ugh. there's too many, too many things going on. There's a lot of communication going on behind the scenes. Gossip is running rampant. This month is all about sharing conversations, sharing information, but they're sharing the wrong stuff. They're getting things set up so that as it progresses, like today, we're going to hear something about something that has come down today or tonight because it's a three-day and, well, it's a 27-9 day, actually, is what it is. But we are in the three-month, and the nine deals with endings of old things. And I think some of the shows have been showing bits and pieces and blips of different things, and they're not even playing nice. They're talking, they're it's degrading women, period. It's degrading of the man that's out there doing a good job. So we know we've got sleaze buckets going somewhere between here and there. But why put everybody in that same kettle? Doesn't make good sense. Yeah. Well, it's it's really just to serve an agenda, and that's too bad. But what are you thinking, too, about now there were a lot of sightings to jump into oh, the yes. paranormal news here. China and France had a lot of unusual sightings in the skies, things that could not be explained. And it's on our website. I mean, excuse me, it's on our Facebook page. Make sure you go there and you can read all about the things that have been cited. And these are unexplained phenomenon. So take a look because, again, we're seeing more things in the sky than ever before. So what okay. are you thinking now about there's something no else going on. Out. There's okay. information going on behind the scenes. And some of the, I'm just going to use the word, maybe, uh, I could say chemical, but it's not chemical. It could be uh, things that are being let loose or turned loose or whatever that are having more of an effect on our weather and what's happening than the government wants us to know. Okay. Because some of these things that are happening right now have had a boost from a very negative source. Ooh, just think about okay. how some of these things have been hitting us. It'll come out, but I'm afraid it's, by the time it comes out, we're all going to be worn out from the, the lies and the deception that are going on. There's information out there that could be shared, but nobody wants to be the guy that opens their mouth and gets a foot you know where. Yeah, exactly. Because too many things are happening right now. The the things that are going out that we're seeing are only a scratch of what's really going on. That's the scary well, part. That is the scary part. And again, with all these sightings taking place around the world, it just seems to me that the messages are coming through loud and clear. <clears throat> and hopefully, eventually, we're going to find out one way or another. Now, we know, and our audience knows also, that these extraterrestrial and interdimensional experiences are real. Um, So the government can deny it all they want, but we know the truth about that. What we don't know are the details. And so it would be great if one way or another we could get the details, whether we get it from the interdimensionals and the ETs themselves or... Excuse me, if the government decides to come clean, which is highly unlikely. <laughs> that would be the day. So I think yeah. we have a better chance with the ETs and the interdimensionals. Well, some of the things that I've been told that it's looking at some of the actions that are being 
created and made known only by the tip of. But take a look at all the things that are happening weather-wise, uh, yeah. information that's starting to flow. But it's like they've just shaved a little piece off for us. In, in essence, keep give them a little bits and pieces, and then they'll sit back and be quiet for a while while we try to digest it. But they're manipulating everything around us, our weather, these crises that are, we've been going through. Take a look at how much has been manipulated by outer sources. These things that are happening have had a boost from something other than just God's stuff. Right. Yes, absolutely. So there, there's all kinds of strange things happening. We're all for the truth. We want to know what is really going on, and hopefully some of that will come out. But certainly there's been a lot of soft disclosure. You know, I see Fox mm-hmm. News all the time putting out a story here, a story there about old UFO sightings or whatever. So it's like they're trying to kind of put these bread, breadcrumbs out, as you call it, mm-hmm. on the path. But listen, we already right. know this stuff is the real deal. So <clears throat> anyhow, so take a look Maybe at the Facebook Maybe one of these breadcrumbs might become raisins. <laughs> Just sweeten <laughs> it up a really. bit. Hey, give us the whole you know, the whole ball of wax here. You want the whole thing. But I wanted to mention also, again, on our Facebook page, we've got a great video there. Everybody should watch about speaking to water. It's by a Native American, and she has a wonderful experience to share. It's very powerful. So please go to our Facebook page. Make sure you give us a like and follow us there for more exciting videos. And we also have a couple of new things going on. I know you're doing your classes for numerology Mm -hmm. and also your private sessions. So if anybody would like a private session to know what's coming up for you personally, make sure you schedule with Patricia Kirkman. You can do that at patriciakirkman.com. You can also reach PK on our website, supernaturalgirlswithab.com. And, and I'm remember, starting to with do... the holidays coming, what Patricia does and what I put out make great gifts, excellent they, gifts absolutely. that you can't duplicate in any other way. And That's Patricia, right. t- Patricia, tell them about your new products, what you're oh, doing. Yes. This is really exciting. I just finished my training with Andrea Hess on soul realignment. It's a very powerful form of work. Now, you know I was a therapist for many, many years and a dream analyst as well. But this is in addition to everything else I've learned. And the soul realignment concept is is fabulous. It works extremely quickly, very, very thoroughly. And right now I'm offering an introductory special for everybody in the Supernatural Girls audience. So feel free to contact me. I will give you all the details about it. Uh, It's a very, very successful experience for you to transform and you really don't have to do much at all. It's uh it's the magic pill and in, in my in my mind this is the closest is. thing to a magic pill. Yes. So, anyways, we've got an exciting guest tonight. We've been really looking forward to having him back on the air because he is mm-hmm. the best physical medium in the world. There is no one else that can come close to Kai Meggy. He is a physical medium from Germany. He's joining us t- 
tonight. It's very late at night over there in Germany, so we want to thank Kai for for giving us his time. But this is a very unusual form of mediumship, and it is extremely powerful. So I'm not even going to talk anymore. I want to get this guy on the air. So, Kai, welcome. Welcome to the show. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. <laughs> well, thank you for having me. Lucky to have you from good Very. old Germany. Yes, the homeland. Oh my! Now, Kai, yeah. I know we had started a conversation with you a few months ago, and it was one of the most fascinating conversations we have ever had on the air on Supernatural Girls. So, thank you. Thank we you. all. Oh, it's been fabulous. And we've, we've been thinking about the things you've said, but we want to continue this because being a physical medium is very different from being a psychic medium. So can you tell our audience a little bit more about the difference between the two? Uh, yes, I would love to, of course. Uh, basically, it is the case that the whole spiritualistic movement is actually founded on physical mediumship as well. In the very early days, the mediums were used to channel the, en- the energies I am working today with. Uh, even the most earliest mediums, like the Fox sisters, for example. Look into the reports of uh, the Livermore sittings, for example, that Kate Fox was giving. Very, very strong physical mediumship sessions. But on the on the path of the development of spiritualism uh, in America as in Europe, um, a specific uh, form of uh, mediumship, specifically survivalism, was was um, in, in every mouth. Everybody wanted to see proof uh, that um, the world of the deceased is actually a part of the spirit world, that in the spirit world, people who deceased, people who had died are still existing, that they can give the messages. And they they still do that. And even in our sessions, they do it. But um, it happened that mediumship was not anymore evaluated um, as long as you were not giving a proof or a proof-like message from the spirit world of the deceased. So mediumship became very much related or exclusively related to messages. And, you know, in in physical mediumship, what is usually a message from a spiritualistic medium to the audience is in physical mediumship a touch or a fine and uh, a tender uh, caressing through the hair or you, you feel a kiss in the neck or something like that. So um, that's a good way to translate between um, classical spiritualistic mediumship and what we are doing in the physical. So it was from the beginning on part of the spiritualistic movement, but a section of um, basically the spiritualists themselves um, were retreating or were, were not wanting anymore the physical forms of mediumship where they were afraid that the physical um, was holding the supernatural in the physical realm. They more wanted to have the, the higher messages and 
the messages about proof of survival and so physical mediumship more and more declined a little bit at least in the public view behind the scenes physical mediumship all the time since 1850 or 1848 when spiritualism started in the western hemisphere spiritualism behind uh, physical mediumship behind the scenes was always alive and active so it never stopped. It just continued to grow it, and, and become more powerful. And the things that you've been able to accomplish are quite remarkable. I We looked at the photographs of the airports that you have brought through, and they're significant. I mean, they're not small. A lot of them are quite large. Mm-hmm. And, I, I mean, this is something that I think people – are trying to wrap their minds around. It's like, how does this happen? Because you mm-hmm. are not only just communicating with the spirit world, but you're actually bringing objects through from one dimension to another. So Indeed, Patricia. Of, let Indeed. me ask you this. Are all of these objects, Kai, coming through you, are they from just the spirit realm, or do they come from other realms where... Other beings may live, other places in the multiverse or, you know, where interdimensional beings live. Or is this the spirit world only that you work with? No, definitely not. At least on, on the gatekeeper plane, we have ancient entities who overlook this form of interdimensional communication that we are doing. And, okay. and and actually, we, we have been explained by the by the spirit communicators a totally different understanding of um, the afterlife or of reality and how reality and consciousness is is actually sorted out. So indeed, um, most different forms of entities are involved here. But basically, we discern regarding the objects that come through. We discern between objects that had existed beforehand on here on Earth. These are the so-called apports. And the spirits claim that these are objects that have gone forgotten. That they have uh, once been in the possession of somebody. And maybe that somebody... Uh, had died somewhere and nobody else was remembering these objects and they claim that the moment nobody remembers an object anymore that such an object is falling out of the reality scheme we are usually living in or out of the three-dimensional reality scheme so nobody is remembering them anymore they can be easily uh, skipped away or skipped off or skimmed off excuse me skimmed off and taken away, so to speak, and can be easily delivered, journeying through time-space or space-time, and become delivered in our seance room. So this is the the one thing, the things that are basically transported from another place or in space-time, and the other sort of objects, or the other kind of objects, are the objects that only have existed in thought form before. Oh, wow. And, okay. And, hmm. Yes. And and usually um, they 
take form in these crystal and grass and glass like artifacts that in 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 our sessions up to 70 of such objects can become materialized and this is how we basically discern what appears in front of the eyes of the people it is mostly red light people can see what is going on and um, there are several ways how these things can appear and every of these ways is very very fascinating one of the ways is, for example, that the supernatural beings make it happen that the objects come through the body of the medium because they claim, and we just talked about um, about it, they just claim that they make the body of the medium to a portal itself. And mm. portal is a very uh, basic word in our communication with these spirit entities. So, but back to your question, the objects that appear, one have existed beforehand on Earth, and mm -hmm. the others are um, are taking form from thought form into the three-dimensional. Gosh, that's amazing. Now, for you, how often do you do these seances where airports come through? Is this a weekly meeting, a monthly meeting? How often do you do this? It, I, I believe we can say that it happens every deep trance session, and yeah, it's it's hard to say. But maybe um, if we would like to take a middle, it is once a week, or at least mm -hmm. once every two weeks. Does it take a lot of energy from you when these trakes take place? Um, dear Patricia, it 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 depends. It depends mm -hmm. if. If the group is strong, if the group is giving much energy into it, or if they are more mm -hmm. reluctant or maybe a little skeptical or something, then they are very much withholding. And then uh, the, the bioform of the medium has um, to give more into the processes. Mm -hmm. And then you feel very, very drawn afterwards and you may have strong headaches. Unfortunately, in my case, I'm anyway a headache type. So uh -oh. um, when, I, when I have to give a lot of energy, I react with headaches. But when the people um, are uh, accepting their part in the sounds and they mm -hmm. are participating with their energy and with their perception and everything. Um, then uh, I feel very strong after the seance. And in a whole, um, it, is, it is to a degree stressful, but I can tell you I, I had jobs in the software industry for more than 15 years. Uh, I can tell you these jobs are at least as stressful as what I am doing in the <laughs> sound room, so it's very relative, of course, you know? Yes, uh, yes, because, exactly. Because it is a positive stress and because it mm -hmm. is showing the people a reality that opens so very much within them, it's still a very, very positive form of stress. And so um, I will try to take it I will try I, I will try to I will carry on to try to take it as best as I can 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, the people that come to the seance, is it the same group or they? it's not the same group every time? Oh, no, not, not at all. As you know, we are um, visiting friends all around the world and we encounter people or people visiting our seances from from all uh, paths of life, scholars and seekers of, of, of different uh, schools and journalists and scientists and, and engineers. So very, very different people, young people, very old people. Um, so it's really um, uh, uh, um, a very varied um, audience we have. That's great. Now, we've had Robin Foy on the show a few times. And in Robin's group, that's one of the reasons I asked this question, he has the same people there in his core group. And Mm -hmm. then they have people come and sit in that are different from the weekly group of sitters. But one of the things that he found, and I wonder if you found this too, is that during some of the sessions, people actually experienced physical healing. Have you had that happen also? Many, many times. And uh, I need to um, apologize because there was a misunderstanding. The Felix Circle, the circle I developed in, this Felix Circle was a homogeneous circle of between nine and 12 people. Three had to Mm -hmm. uh, leave because of uh, professional reasons. Um, That circle was um, homogeneous Ganos for 11 years oh, and okay. there we had mm-hmm. yeah, oh yes and, and we had visitors like the school group like, like Robin's uh-huh. group uh, more, more and more visitors came and more and more visitors were inviting us then in the following uh, to their places and that's how that uh, uh, how that uh, uh, traveling business uh, began so to speak and what I was talking about was the public or the semi-public seances we are giving at the moment. The Felix Circle is after 11 years, it became defunct in its weekly appearance. And mm-hmm. we, uh, at the moment, only have, um, uh, uh, so, so to speak, um, memory sittings with the Felix Circle on Eastern, on, on uh, Christmas uh, Eve or something like that. So it's two, two or three times in the year. Mm-hmm. And the rest of the year, we are following <clears throat> the mission. The spirit entities were overhanding us. And the mission says, share this with as many people as you can because it will make um, this informational field denser that ones will be responsible, therefore, that we all will experience the, the paradigm shift we are also very much waiting for. You know? So, I so understand our session. Keep, keep doing this. Session. And, and you, you have had, let me go back to my physical healing question. And I know, PK, oh, yeah. you've got a question as well. But with the healing, can you give us an example of what kind of physical healing people experienced in your seances? Yes, I would love to. 
Let me first give you an, um, two very strong examples. A, a lady in Sweden that was one of our very uh, of our very first experiences when we just had started seven or eight years ago our traveling my wife's and my traveling around the world because up to that point I was um, somebody who only had regular jobs and I never before had worked as a professional or semi-professional medium it just started seven years ago I mean I was holding experimental groups all my life all my life but I never had started uh, to travel around the world and share it with people that interest started after Robin's work Robin, with his Skoll group, made it possible. 1996, the Skoll report was coming out, and worldwidely in the, spiritu in the spiritually aware scene, uh, and people were uh, starting to become nosy what was going on here, and many, many experimental groups were being formed, and uh, because we were so successful, everybody wanted to see how far can it be brought? How, how, far, how far can we bring that? So when yeah. we, had, we were visiting Sweden and um, a day after, I contact, contacted by a lady and um, she, she claimed, and we could verify that later, we were then over months with her in contact to see if that healing was, um, was staying because... Sometimes it seems as if it is being healed and the people feel uh, relieved for three or four days, but then it is coming back. This is unfortunately right. very typical in the moment when all the emotions are aroused, even with the people around you, you are in an ecstasy of the moment. Um, semi-healing or pseudo-healing can happen and you feel good three or four days and then it comes back. So we wanted to be sure is this something that stays with the lady and she says and she claims or she claimed that she had a scar on her back. It was from an accident and unfortunately that scar um, had mutated to something that was as big as a children uh, as a child's fist and mm -hmm. it, it was sitting on her spine but um, mm. even reaching reaching into the outer so it was a big thing she had on her spine and it was uh, even connected with the inner nerve connections and she said for 20 years this thing was hindering me to uh, do uh, several sorts of sports or usual or normal housework and such things. And she said that in the cells, this child's fist big scar disappeared. And oh my goodness. after tw 20 years, she was enabled to do all the things we we have all the correspondence of of that lady of course uh, collected and we have it here so and this is only one example or i give you another example um and this is this this has happened in a specific session for healing meanwhile okay. that lady was in a regular séance of ours 
And sometimes in these regular seances, healing is is mentioned, and maybe a, a short episode of giving healing energies is also a part of the seance, but mostly not much more. But the whole atmosphere has a very strong healing undertone uh, within it. So this second guy, he was visiting one of our specific healing sessions, and he had 25 years ago um, um, a bike, a motorbike accident, and he crashed with his head on 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 onto the streets and mm. in, in his uh, skull uh, um, bone fragments had reached mm. into the brain and for oh 25 years he was not any more able to smell and taste things mm. this whole area of experience for him was gone, no tasting, no smelling. And he oh was in one of our healing sessions, only in one of them. And he immediately wrote us afterwards, I could not believe it. I, um, uh, uh, I was going into my car that was standing in front of your house and I was driving to the next green area I could find. And I was stepping out of the car and the first breath I was taking I was for the first time smelling the green and the lush of the woods and I smelled the trees and uh, everything, the whole environment and later I went into a restaurant and I was ordering a beer and I could smell the alcohol and the whole world was reopened for that young man. He was not so young. He's in the meantime around his 50s or something like that. Mm -hmm. Um, In a whole, he claimed that he regained his ability to taste and smell back to 80% at least. So it was not... That'd be fantastic. It is. That's a miraculous thing. Yes. But... um, Yes, and 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 in a um, and and basically in regards to the seances, most of the people experience that healing momentum um, to different degrees. Maybe somebody is coming with a cold and he's leaving without the cold. Mm-hmm. Or somebody was uh, feeling um, slightly depressed or. Or something, and he's getting out of the seance, and he feels relieved and free. So there is a very powerful energy going on by simply invoking it, by simply summoning it. And um, yeah, we we love that, of course. Yeah, it's it's just I think it's what it's meant to be, and that's why I love hearing stories like this and the power that comes behind it is really fueled by love and the desire to help us here on this plane. So, so it's a very powerful experience. And, you know, I have to mention, I did attend a seance here and the physical medium was somewhere from Europe. I won't say who it was, but it's, 
You know, it was a very interesting experience, Kai, but it seemed more like a performance. I didn't have the feeling of the, um, what should I say? There was no healing that went on that I'm aware of. But it it just yes. felt more like it was just for show, and not that this wasn't real, and the the spiritual transmissions were were not real. I think they were, but I didn't get the same feeling that I get with Robin and I get with you. This mm-hmm. real love for people and the desire to help them and to bridge the gap from one spirit world to ours. So it's. Again, this is why we say you're the best in the world, I think, because you have that open-heartedness and people feel it and trust. And I think when they come to your seances, they they feel it immediately. So part of healing and the healing process is beginning to trust again. So I think you give that Mm -hmm. to them. Indeed. Yes, absolutely. It's so important. So important. It's very important. So it's great what you and Julia are are doing and what you're offering to people around the world now that you're you're traveling so much. But here's another question for you. Now, I don't mean to interrupt you, PK, because I know you had a question a while back. Did you no, want to ask okay, that? No, that's okay. Because part of what you asked was what I was going to ask. So we're, you were thinking anyway. Yeah, we're on the same that's wavelength. Right. So when you go into this particular mode are you able to communicate with these spirits who are quite powerful on the other side in terms of what their goals are because you said they have an agenda too they they want to see us transform they want to see us change in some way what what do they want out of this Patricia, the whole sentence was, the whole question was, um, there was an interruption, don't know why, but please re- repeat the whole, the whole uh, question. Yeah, here, here's the question. You're able to communicate with the spirit world, and they, have, they want to achieve something by doing what they're doing with you and with the groups. What's their goal? What do they want to see happen from these types of seances? Okay. First of all, it it, it 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 matches a little bit more if we would say um, spirits have found a way to communicate through me because I do not have a direct proactive channel to them. I cannot so easily switch that connection on. I only can go into re- in, into re- uh, relaxative states and can hope that I am receiving. Um, a message from them, maybe for a seance that um, is scheduled for the evening or something like that. And then the state in which I am going, it is a total retreat from my own bioform. And in the in the room I retreat into, it is a visualized, meditative inner or outer room, a theoretical virtual room in which I retreat. Um, I exercise something with my body that is called automatic speaking. It is like automatic writing. And into that automatic speaking, the spirits do link in. And that's the moment I can switch myself totally off. And usually that is very early, 
50 words maybe, 40 words, 50 words, 60 words of the entity and I achieve to, uh, to sleep away. And in the, same, in the very same moment, more or less, I reawake. And two hours or three hours have in the meantime gone by. And all what has happened in between, um, I was not um, con conscious. And um, my wife is the first who immediately starts to uh, give a testimonial, so to speak, to me about the sitting. Um, so that, that's the, the first answer, how, how that works. Um, I go in a state, the um, spirit entities are using to, to people and they claim that they sometimes call it um, the light hour or the bright hour, the hour where, where light is shining even, even though it is a lot of the time uh, dark, even though a lot of things happen in light of course as well. So, but they call it the bright hour, and they call these, and they mention that such a bright hour as it is happening in our cells is happening all around the world. That many, many channels, like I am, are working all around the world to have entities of that communicating nature speak to people. And what are they speaking about? What do they want from the people, or what? Content. Exactly. Do yeah. They, what do they want? Do, do they share? Um, what they want is that the people become aware of an interdimensional hyperconnection thing. How very much we are living in a projective world. I give you an easy example. They are usually giving. They say a little act of forgiveness on your side can make a whole universe free here in the multidimensional universes or multiverses we are living in. And there is a section um, we inhabit together. And this is the section uh, where we meet together uh, on, a, on a spiritual uh, um, or, uh, spiritually so to speak otherwise we could not even communicate together so on that spiritual plane we are communicating this is the plane um, that connects these or several of these interdimensionally interconnected realms and they claim that all what we are and all what we do, all what we think, every, every thought, every motive, even every, every dream of us, but also in the physical, all what we are, all what we think and do is powerfully shadowing or powerfully projecting into dimensional realities which are directly connected with our three-dimensional time space. See the stone there on, on, on your path, lying uh, there on the floor. You may not even spend a moment to look at it. On your plane, it, it may be a stone. On one of the other planes, it may be a stone-old entity or something like that. And they claim that what materialism did to us 
and and the cons and the consume related society and um what um the so the whole world of materialism and and the whole world of looking at what we're going to buy next i mean all of that kind of thing consumerism is what you're talking about right specifically and the exploitation the 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 system of Mm -hmm. exploitation that is directly connected with our style of life you know Mm -hmm. this is unfortunately a, a, a basic um system that enables our lifestyle the system of exploitation we are exploiting continents we are exploiting natural resources we are even exploiting human resources and mm, now imagine that everything what we are and do is but of course this exploitation thing as well or even think about that they say it became specifically grave when it started with the um, with the atom bomb tests. Uh, these tests did shake these connected worlds and did cause um, m- massive harm to them. And I mean, at at these times, the UFO wave, for example, began as well, at least in the Western world. So obviously, and that also had to do that what we humans were doing was so very much um, involving these other worlds which are interconnected with us. And they explain it very, very finely. You know, I always have to listen into the recordings and um, I rarely have the time to, to do that extensively. So I only try to explain what they are explaining. And they are explaining it in the sounds very, very beautifully to the people. But they say something like, um, they say, why are we addressing you human beings? Why should we be interested in addressing yeah. you when you are right. causing so much harm? They say, yeah, we're you human beings, <laughs> you are treating <laughs> Exactly. Not that you are, uh, you are not only troublemakers, but there is something else. And this has to do with the very much nature of, of what you are. You have been born out of love. And um, because they claim that consciousness is the background of all physical existence, um, is that the realm of the human being and the human being itself has a potential at hand because the human being, that is not a cliche they always underline, the human being is a being that is born out of love. First it is emotional love, psychological love, then it is bodily love, and out of the bodily love, the human biology is actually evolving from and from this nature of love and they claim that love is one of the highest frequencies uh, matter can vibrate in and consciousness can vibrate in and that that's the reason why the human being is so very much interconnected with multidimensional reality spaces around it for example already let let me give you an example the eva at the togo it is an african tribe living at the togo 
And when anthropologists were talking to them in the 20s and 30s, they already were claiming that there were 11 reality spaces um, in the in the pre-birth area and that there and that there are 11 reality spaces in the past, or the post death space so to speak so even the let's say um, uh, with all respect uh, primitive tribes already they have concepts of a multidimensional interconnectedness and they claim that we human beings um, are connected with the life on these 22 uh, forms of parallel reality planes. They claim that every plane of them, of these 22, are inhabited and that the life that is going on there is directly interconnected with the life we are leading here on Earth. So even the... The, the tribes and the, and the tribal nations have a, a lot of concepts that remind us of multidimensional uh, um, reality concepts we have today. So the spirits claim that we are so very much interconnected with um, parallel existence, existences and that we are very influential onto them. And they, um, sooner or later, the question is asked what the meaning of life is, and the entities ask that the, the, the true meaning of life is to tune everything that you are and everything that you do back into a loving nature, that every deed, every action you do during the day and every thought that you are thinking, and actually that is an actual B Buddhistic approach, yes, that, every, that everything that you are and everything that you think, that, they, that that will be um, done in the vibration of love. And when you have achieved that state then you have achieved the most highest human state that is imaginable. And the path of the human being and what creation um, was basically wanting from the human being is reached. So check, check out everything that you are from, from the first moment in the morning up to the last minute before you go to sleep and and request or question every action and every word of yours and change it into a loving, creational, positive attitude. And simply because you have heard that concept now, you are part of an informational grid that is expanding over the planet and the more people who hear of that concept and the more people who are invited by these communicating spirits to take part of that interdimensional endeavor to make the human species um, survive its existence, to make the planet survive, the human being, 
And finally to reach the paradigm shift because when more and more people change their behave, um, the higher and higher uh, the frequency of the human being uh, will be lifted and the paradigm shift will come into reach because at the moment it is not uh, in reach. And still the human species and the planet and a thousands no it, it is not countable how many entities in a multidimensional interconnectedness are um, uh, 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 are concerned by or are depending on what the human being uh, or how the human being is living its life this is Excuse me, ladies, it's, 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 it's a very deep concept and the spirit entities explain it fabulously. Uh, can you make sense? Could you make sense? Absolutely. Out of Absolutely. What? Yes, it yes is, definitely. Brilliant. brilliant. And, uh, you know, oh. it's interesting, Kai, because we're sitting here listening to you speak and it's, uh, we're also hearing the spirits behind you at the same time. So oh, yes, yes, yes. We are hearing sure. you in a multidimensional way right now, and, and it's a real gift to us and our audience because just listening to what you just said is transformative. It is so powerful. And we're going to take a very short commercial break so everybody can take a deep breath and let all of this settle in, of the wisdom of what you just shared between among you and your spirit friends and your spirit team and we're just we're going to come right back we've got a lot more questions for kai and we are going to get them answered i'm sure so everybody stay tuned you are listening to supernatural girls radio and we will be right back are you ready for a new experience of freedom and powerful connection would you like a positive effortless change in your life Then come to CosmicFusion.com, where we offer the most advanced energy clearing and expansion techniques in the world with a quantum vortex energy to activate your divine blueprint and life's purpose. When your soul leads the way with Cosmic Fusion and quantum vortex energy, you can break clear of past difficulties and blocks with the power of the source. With Cosmic Fusion, the source energy does the work for you. It's easy and effortless. Listen to our free meditation right from our Cosmic Fusion website, The Cosmic Code Meditation. Sign up for one of our interactive webinars today. Come to Cosmic Fusion, www.kosmicfusion.com to experience an effortless awakening and transformation. Are you ready for an upgrade? Are you ready for a new experience of living in the fifth dimensional magic and powerful connection? Then visit CosmicFusion.com today. CosmicFusion.com Your property tax bill. Have you seen it lately? It's frightening. Your property taxes are going up while your home value is going down. It's time to fight back and win. For the real truth about the property tax system, get attorney Pat Quintilian's book, Are you getting screwed on your property taxes? How to find out and how to fix it. Attorney Quintilian answers all your questions and gives you the facts you need to fight a property tax bill that is spiraling out of control. 
You'll also read about what happens to property owners who don't check their property records, only to find out too late they're taxed on square footage, fixtures, and even buildings that they don't own. Is this happening to you? Learn your rights. Buy attorney Pat Quintilian's book today. Are you getting screwed on your property taxes? How to find out and how to fix it. Available on Amazon.com. Astridian is a family of cosmetic products with 98% pure ionized minerals. We combine our science with a blend of essential oils to nourish and take care of your skin's health. How does it work? All Astridian products contain the proprietary redox technology, having the capability of simulating an ionic zinc-copper superoxide dismutase effect. This free radical scavenger currently in your body has been diminished by toxins and the daily stresses of life. It is a perfectly balanced mineral complex that all $200 an hour dermatologists, their professors, and ancient history have proven. Redox technology is a process of reducing the skin's oxidation by transferring electrons from a radical state to a stress-free normal condition. Oxidative stress is a form of cellular aging, and as science has proven, a precursor to disease. The free radical theory of aging states that organisms age because cells accumulate free radical damage over time. Damaged cells are not beautiful, but healthy cells are. The Estrudium family is presented in four different uses that cover unique benefits to your body. They are the Essential Anti-Aging Series, the Multivitamin Series, Sports Series, and Professional Series. Regain your youth with the power of Estrudium. Visit www.estrudium.com and inquire. Use the code SUPERNATURAL and receive a 10% discount on your first purchase. Estrudium, the beauty of being healthy. Welcome back, everyone, to Supernatural Girls Radio. I'm your host, Patricia Baker. I am here with my co-host, PK, the birthday girl. Happy birthday again, PK. And our tremendous guest tonight, we are transfixed and hanging on every word of our guest, physical medium, Kai Miggy. He is here with us all the way from Germany, and we're just so grateful to have you with us, Kai. That was just an amazing, amazing explanation that you gave us. It's so much more than an explanation. It's real training in what we should be doing. Definitely. What a wonderful Oh, my God, what a wonderful exercise you recommended to you, all of us. It puts a spin on your head thinking of all the things that he had to tell us. Oh, my goodness. Yes, I, thank I'm you, ladies. I'm, I'm very happy that, that I achieved to bring that over. Oh, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Mm-hmm. Let me ask you this, Kai. You know, to be a physical medium, obviously there's something special about you. What is it that allows you to have this type of a connection? I can tell you that whatever it was written in my destiny plan, that I was so very, very early into it. I am a natural out-of-body experiencer, and that began in my parents' house when I was around five years of age or four years, five years of age. I turned around in my bed and fell out of my body and wandered first through the house of my parents and met my sleeping parents and sleeping grandparents, talked with them, and um, the next morning they, they couldn't remember and claimed that I hadn't been in their sleeping room over the night. And so as a four or five years old, I had to figure out 
what was going on and um uh, with the time the concept was broadened and broadened and i learned that uh, the house was full of entities uh, entities i oh. until today can cannot explain what they did in the house but i encountered uh, encountered a lot of them and some of them even frightened me for example there was an entity living in the cellar and this entity's existence at least what what i could see was simply to move very quickly very fastly from one spot in one cellar room into another cellar room and this entity was moving so fast that i only could see him very much blurred and that frightened me and it still frightens me because i still see it before me um or entities that suddenly appeared beside of me coming seemingly from nowhere and seemed to be caught in a form of time loop in a kind of time loop or something like that and then mm -hmm. i learned i could i could leave the house and um, places I read about in journals over the day, I could visit only by thinking of. And then My when goodness. I was eleven, and then when I was eleven, I was gravely confronted with spirits that were intruding our three-dimensional world. It was in the household of my best school com school friends sc school comrades of of these days mm, the father was a photographer and they had a, a big big premises because they were doing the photography work there and we youngsters were used to to sleep there sleep, sleep at at friends house at least during the weekend and they had a very very powerful poltergeist disturbance case going on and you know, I already had had a different concepts within me. I was not used to very much talk about it, but because of my experiences, I had since I was five, and that was at least six or seven years already when the poltergeist experience was adding up. And then things fell into places. And with 12, I started to read the German literature about experimental spiritism and until today or today i am um totally persuaded that that was not a coincidence that that all happened that way and when i was 15 i was founding my first experimental spirit circle for physical um for physical uh, phenomena, respectively, for physical spirit contact. Oh, Skype is telling me we have a bad connection. Do you hear me? Yes, we yes. do. We hear you. You Just sound great. Oh, good. Oh, okay, okay. okay. So, um, since I am 12, I am studying physical mediumship. Since I am 15, I am testing out every technique. I am bringing together people in circles, over the years, there were seven or eight circles that lasted between months up to years. And then was, there was the Felix Circle in which I developed for 11 more years. Mm -hmm. So basically for 35 years, I am totally focused onto physical mediumship. 
And, and that is what makes me special. I am very much, um, uh, I very much believe that, that what I am doing here, everybody else who would have exercised it 35 years, um, it could be in, uh, uh, in a comparable position. You know, it is, the, it is the trans exercise. It is the ability to exercise uh, trans in a way. I am doing it in a, in a genuine, deep trans routine in which you do totally separate from your bioform. Uh, then, of course, a meditative work to, connected with trans work to, to get in contact with true spirit entities, to learn techniques, to let your consciousness um, give you access to spirit guides because they are there anyway. You only have to uh, have your access to them. The subconsciousness is usually giving this access free. So there are practices you can you can do to um, have a spirit guide uh, uh, get accessible, so to speak. You know. Well, it's a, it's, so, it's clear that that you were really groomed for this, and mm-hmm. again this separation from your body that you got very used to at a young age, this astral travel and the separation going out of the body, you got very comfortable with that very young. But there's something else I noticed about physical mediums. Like if I look at you and I look at Robin, I see two men who have very strong bodies, big bones, Mm -hmm. um, a, a I mean, mm-hmm. you guys are strong, you know, and I wonder, mm. is that also part of it? To be a physical medium, do you need yes, to have that kind of, oh, you do, okay, I was wondered. It, it, mm-hmm. It's very, very clear. Good question, definitely, De- definitely. And, and that is the reason, you know, there are uh, several people who are, um, demonstrating physical mediumship in their tradition. Probably you you just have visited one of these, um, yes, yeah, so to speak, colleagues of of mine. And by uh, uh, evaluating what they are doing, you need to know that unfortunately, in the classical English tradition, and the English tradition is reigning over the whole spiritualistic scene. And the most physical mediums um, would understand themselves as being part of that spiritualistic scene. And I don't like it either. But it is even traditionally that these jokes are being made. Um, They explain it, that it is about the mood of the sitters, that the sitters are brought into a sort of into a kind of easiness or something like that. So um, I understand that uh, very well what you have experienced and what you did not like so very much. This is exactly what I do not like um, uh, as you. But what we did, we were independent in Germany and we were opening our concepts holistically and um, the English are oftentimes very very much in in their tradition and and that's not bad and that's not good it is simply so and we have opened our concepts and meanwhile opening our concepts our phenomena did massively change and um, 
we have that interdimensional approach now in our seances and the parts the parts of the spirit world in which the deceased live this is existing in our seances as well but this is not the only and um uh, uh, the dogmatically only content uh, we are sharing with the people. The spirit world is so vast. Everything we can imagine and everything we cannot imagine is existing there. And back to your question in regards to the strong body, in my regards and in the case, um, in regards to ectoplasm, this ultimate expression of strangeness in the experience of the human being with the supernatural at least in an, in an experimental frame um, the volumes the masses of ectoplasm we can produce in our sittings and it's it's fascinating to see it i have seen it on on video now in its in its lively features how it is moving and flexing and building forms lying in front of the medium on the floor and there are huge differences between the volume, the mass of ectoplasm that is exuding from the body. In my case, with my bigger and strong body, right. huge masses of ectoplasm are exuded. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile, some of the mediums who, who are much more slim than me and probably um, a little bit more slimness would be healthy for me, but uh, <laughs> basically... That is the <laughs> that is the reason behind. We have these massive amounts of ectoplasm, um, and the more slimmer mediums, uh, they have uh, uh, fine strands of ectoplasm coming from their bodies. I mean, basically, both is amazing. Um, if you are materializing a moving hand, that is in the end as fascinating as if you are materializing a whole spirit. As you may know, we already have achieved in our seances the you full form. You have, and we've seen that. Yes, yeah, it's amazing. I mean, now, who is that? It's usually the same person, isn't it? It's a, a man with a beard. Who is that? Oh no no no! These are these these were several. Um, we we could not photograph them all. We only have a we only have oh. a, a small yes a, a small collection of photographs of a few of them. But we have okay. a mothers uh, mothers of of sitters, or, or we had rock stars, or we had um, a, a prince of, of, from India from the nineteenth century. One of the ascended masters, actually, even though we usually have no direct connections to the ascended masters, but he was appearing with a strong blue flickering light on his forehead, illuminating mm. the whole room. He was floating uh, above the ground, and um, this blue flickering crystal he had on the forehead uh, was illuminating the whole room. Then we have Sir Henry Olcott materialized when Shannon Taggart was visiting us. Shannon Taggart, the famous photographer from Lilydale, and she's just publishing a book about sales room photography. And 
spiritual photography. She's probably a very interesting guest for your show as well. Maybe you you yeah. Google her somewhere. And I don't know. Yes, Shannon Tiger, she was visiting definitely. us in. And she uh, did photographs of, of our ectoplasmic ex- extrusions and uh, our ectoplasmic creations in 2013 in uh, Lilydale or near Lilydale. And since then, we, we have a strong bound. And uh, I just talked yesterday uh, to her, and she's just releasing this amazing book. She traveled around the world and was photographing um, yeah, let's say supernatural sessions of all sorts from seances and they're basically seances all around the world in front of different traditions. Um, so Sir Henry Olcott was materializing when she was there, when she was visiting us because she oh, is no a documenter Gosh. Of, of the yes. spiritualistic scene and Olcott was a documenter of the spiritualistic scene as well. When he was writing for the New York Daily Telegraph, he was doing a big series over the Eddie brothers, for example, this famous series that became his book, People from Another World, a fascinating book. And so he did materialize. Then John King did materialize, the famous John King that uh, materialized with... um, Several physical mediums, Eusapia Palladino, for example, or until today, John King communicates in the Sorat group. Of um, oh, have you heard of the of the Sorat group in the states? I there is I a, have, yes, yes. Yeah, so it, John King. Well, is, let me ask you this. He, so he also, yeah, I know that some of these entities appear to different groups. They don't just stay with one group. But when, for example, you're able to manifest a full spirit uh, in a full spirit manifestation, do they speak also, or is it just the energy? It takes so much energy just to manifest them, so you get to see them, but do you also hear from them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So. One of them who usually my body speaks behind them. So the the trans control speaks, not the entity itself, not the entity they mm-hmm. brought uh, they they brought through. So my body that is sitting behind the curtain is speaking. Meanwhile, the 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 figure, the entity, is showing, well, is stepping out of the cabinet. Right. Uh, one enti- one entity actually did at, le- at least one. I believe it was only one. I'm I'm not so sure. I needed to ask uh, Julia, uh, my wife, who um, has a photographic memory about everything that is oh happening my, in the and, th- and there was an entity that appeared in an Oriental. Um, in an Oriental clothing, it has it has a it had a white turban a big turban uh, on the head and a very oriental-looking dress. And interestingly, this entity that looked so oriental claimed to be a German researcher out of the heydays of spiritualism. And this entity actually talked itself. And the controlling spirits 
they still claim that they work at it and want to have the entities um, speak to, ha to have them speak themselves autom aut uh, autonomously and step out into the room and give healing actually this is something we work towards too we would like to have powerful healing guides materialize and actually give powerful individual healing to wow, present wouldn't that be great? sitters. That would be yes, tremendous. Incredible. Oh, my. Yes, yes. Now, also, uh, Kai, if you consider, because I know that they, the spirit world wants to expand the work that's being done, but clearly... You're in Germany. I know you do. You and Julia travel uh, quite a bit. But is it possible that when you do these sittings and seances in Germany that you could also include those of us who would like to participate via Skype? Uh, good question. Yeah, we, 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 we thought about, about that. And... Um, uh, we, you know, we are doing audio recordings a lot, and we are very happy when we are allowed to photograph or even take few film clips. But the spirit entities claim um, that during the session, the sitter is in a is brought into a specific state, and that specific state that is connected um, with the specific being present in the sounds and sitting in front of what the spirit entities are capable to bring through, that that opens things subliminally in the consciousness, respectively subconsciousness of the sitters. And that what is spoken then by, and, and, and overgiven uh, content-wise or what is verbalized by the spirits, that they do um, deliver code-like information in between the words, mm -hmm. and that yes, not do. only the sitter is receiving what he is understanding logically, but because of his openness, the spirits are are um, able to to insert informational anchors, so to speak, within the sitter as well. And when many sitters do approach us after the seance and say, I was so fascinated listening to the spirit, but after the seance, I could not really recollect what what was being said. Please, Give me a recording. And mm -hmm. the spirits do forbid that. And they do forbid it because they say, the moment we give you the recording, your conscious mind would try to make something out of it. And the moment the conscious mind does it, your subconscious access is closed, so to speak. So... What you have learned and what you have listened to in the seance has already reached deep layers within you. Even though you believe you might not remember it, 
it has reached deep areas inside of you and there it is it is like a seed that is being planted there and um, you may believe you cannot remember but your behave will change alongside what you have heard your subconsciousness remembers everything there is no need to let you hear it afterwards from a recording the whole ma magic uh, would would be taken from it if we would allow that and we believe mm -hmm. that the seance room has to stay a sacred place we cannot mm -hmm. open it to skype and let hundreds of, of sitters uh, um, uh, uh, take part of it we would it, it would be a, a kind of blasphemy to to open this mm -hmm. sacred space and it is a sacred space the sense room um, specifically in regards uh, of the neo-shamanistical view onto it and this is also uh, very unusual for the traditionalist spiritualist the traditionalist spiritualist doesn't want him it uh, doesn't want to be compared with shamans or something like that but basically what mediums are doing in this society is exactly uh -huh. what shamans did in tribal okay. societies and um well i just had that thought because Western, again I, I i just had the thought of you know what if you could open it up and you could be particular about who you open it up to you wouldn't have to open it up to hundreds of people but maybe a few i'm just saying that because you know i sent you some photographs and i know i've spoken about this on the air that we've done some work on skype and i oh sent yes you the i remember these amazing photographs uh -huh, they're very uh -huh. strange and again we were able to do that on skype so we're not in a seance room we're not in the same place even but we were able to contact these entities and they were able to come through and show themselves and, and it was quite amazing so you know that's where i'm thinking maybe at some point maybe not today but maybe in the future there'll be some way that this technology can uh you can include other people that you hand pick you know not necessarily you're going to open it up to everybody but yes that you would choose yeah absolutely maybe, you know, that that may be that that may be people. Because then again, it's it's helping to reweave that golden web of love that your spirit group is is very invested in, and for good reason. So it's just a thought, you know. I again, and I'm basing that on the experiences that we've had, the photographs that we've been able to produce, and so I know that there's something there that's possible because there is, as you've said, there's no time and space. It's that's an illusion of ours, and certainly this technology is something that might open the door just a little further to people that might not be able to be present in your sacred space in Germany or Switzerland or anywhere in Europe that you are. It may be not attainable for some of the people here, but certainly you're the best in the world. So, at what you do, and you and Julia have tremendous integrity in how you hold this people so mm -hmm. it would just be something to consider i think later on maybe as you go forward because what you're offering is it's something we can't find easily here in the united states it's just you're not here 
enough. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I understand. And good point. Good point. And that's that's fully justified what what you are being saying. But let me just mention let me just mention please one uh, one more aspect. Even the efforts you have to take on your shoulders, or the efforts you have to take, uh, maybe to to travel a little bit to to get to such a session. This will be rewarded a lot in the seance. You know, if you only have to lay your legs on the table and and uh, 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 switch the computer on and you are in the sales. I know what you mean. And that is, that is absolutely justified for, for an experimental thing or something. Unquestion- right. Unquestionably, we, we could uh, um, invoke the, the entity's powers very probably in, in such a session. And I would be willing to do such sessions as I was willing to do combined mediumship sessions with other physical mediums. Most strangest things are happening then, I can tell you. So, oh, I bet. And both, <laughs> both is justified, and you have already referred to it in your correspondence. So um, let's talk about that in the future, if we can set up an experimental session of some sorts. Oh, definitely. It would be wonderful. We're very excited. Yeah, very excited about being able to work with you on this in a closed uh, session first and then see what can evolve. But, you know, the the altruistic goal that you all have, you and your spirit team, is is remarkable. And it would make such a difference for everybody. And I know you make a powerful difference for everybody that comes in contact with you and the work that you and Julia are doing so it's it's just tremendous kai i mean just hearing you tonight on the air i'm i'm my mind is spinning and i'm thinking how can we get kai and julia in front of more people because what you're offering is so pure and so powerful and we all need to hear about it that's the way i feel anyways i have to agree with you thank you thank you so much and i promise you if there is a venue somewhere in the future, you will be one of the first who will know. And I hope we, we will get you there then. Oh, that would be great. It, it would be awesome. And, I mean, I'm thinking you guys need to write a book. You need to, you know, publish your own photos because what you're doing is so incredibly remarkable. And it's to the benefit of everyone. I mean, this is mm-hmm. truly a mm-hmm. beneficial thing. This is not for show. This is not for entertainment. I mean, this is for true human evolution and bringing absolutely, us all to a better yeah. place. Yeah, it's it's just remarkable what you've achieved. And certainly you were, I agree, and I know you do too, PK, you were born to do this. No question about it. <laughs> <laughs> this is your talent. It's amazing. It's just great. Now, tell us also, because I know, People at our audience do travel, and you're in Germany, but you are going to be making some trips. And is there some place where people can go to keep track of where you're going to be in case they want to attend a seance? Is there a website or a Facebook page? Where should they go? And they should, in the first place, um, contact my wife and um, then they would uh, be figuring out 
uh, what could be a place to come. We are in Scandinavia a lot. We will be back in Australia. We are a lot of times the year in Switzerland. Um, we are giving here in Hanau, where the home base of the Felix Circle is, we are giving in the Felix Circle's bomb cellar or bomb shelter, we give seances. Um, so there is a lot of thinkable venues, and a lot of Americans have us visited, by the way, in Switzerland, in Germany, in Norway. Oh, good. We regularly are in Norway, and Norway is always a place to visit because it is amazing. Um, so, Julia, um, because Julia has an overview where free seats may be available, you know, because these sessions are mm -hmm. very early outfit, okay, so, unfortunately. So what I, what I'll do is I'll I'll get uh, Julia's contact information on our. Facebook page exactly. tomorrow, and yes. then people can get in touch with Julia and see about attending a seance. If they're going to be traveling, they may be in Norway mm -hmm. or Switzerland or somewhere where you both are, and it would be a prime opportunity. And I know our audience is very fascinated with what you're doing, so I'll make sure to publish that tomorrow. Well, Kai, again, we can't thank you enough for staying up so late and sharing this wonderful, wonderful, and powerful information with us this evening. Another yes, thank you so exciting much. show with you. Thank you so much. And thank you to Julia, <clears throat> because she mm -hmm. was instrumental in making mm -hmm. this happen tonight. So please give her a hug from us. Indeed. I and will. Thank you so much, PK uh, and well, Patricia. It was good to have you it back was a delight. again. Yes, thank you so much. And now next week, everybody, we're continuing with Spooky October, and we have one of our very favorite ladies joining us again, no other than Bloody Mary, Voodoo Queen. She's joining us mm -hmm. from New Orleans next week. You don't want to miss that. So in the meantime, everybody, you take care of yourselves, and until then, we'll see you on the Blue Highway. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week for another radio adventure with Supernatural Girls. PK, you still there? Yep. That was sure amazing, am. huh? He's fabulous. What a guy. Oh, he's brilliant. Life's got to be very interesting also. Yes. Very, very yes. Good, interesting. I know. I, I mean, we could it's travel like, more. <laughs> I know. Wouldn't you love to see him here? My God, he oh. and Julia would be amazing. Just well, amazing. So that we have on at different times that... It would be so nice just to be able to show up at their space and place because even I know. that, as we well know, would have a different effect than what we're doing now with added oh, dimension. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. 
It would be great. Oh, get your It'd traveling shoes on, kiddo. Let's, let's hit the road. I know. We got to do that. Wouldn't that well, be look, fun? In the, in the meantime, you enjoy the rest of your birthday evening. Have a drink you, on me. <laughs> I'm going to hit the tub and go to bed. It oh, has been it a long good. couple of days. Yesterday was a whopper. I so, know. Well, tomorrow we're going to do your session and get you all figured out. And it'll just be a continuing of your a continuation of your celebration. How's that? I thank you, darling. You're so sweet. Okay. Well, you I'll enjoy your you evening, and that. and I will talk to you tomorrow. Yeah. Take care, honey. Okay. Thanks. Happy birthday. Thanks. Oh, thank you so much. Have a great night, honey. Bye. Okay. You too. Bye bye.